What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is TWPLC. I'm your host, Curtis Quinn, down in Studio 100A in Destin, Florida. Coming to you live from Gloucester, Mass. is my co-host, Drew Luster. How you doing today, Drew? I'm doing just fine. We got a little bit of a storm outside, so we're all hunkered down here in uh, in Gloucester. But things are up. Things are looking up. It's a Tuesday night. We're we're getting our pot on, so couldn't be better. What do you got for Wednesday's national holidays? That's a great question. I almost forgot. Tomorrow, August 5th, I believe. A different one. Tomorrow's National Underwear Day. Now I know in this in this humidity, it's the dog days of summer. You want to wear as little layers as possible, but maybe tomorrow you throw on that extra base layer of underwear in support of the national holiday and which it encompasses. So that's the national holiday of the week, fellas. Yeah. Uh, also, we're big underwear guys. We've had our discussion about you know oh, yeah. your favorite underwear versus that really raggedy pair that you got. 10 years ago um, oh you haven't so wind, maybe break the one out you know for old time's sake from 10 years ago on national underwear day and, and give them one final ride before you toss them in in the garbage love that some crazy news today i, I imagine everybody has seen it here the blast or explosion at the port in lebanon i mean i and i think everybody's reaction so far has been we've never seen anything like that in like a video it was absolutely crazy to watch um loss of life is up to 73 at this point and a ton of injured i mean it's just gonna rise the that port area of the downtown is completely ruined it looked like people were comparing it to you know like a small tactical nuclear blast um that some reports were saying fireworks i know drew you were saying Others uh, were saying it was like an abandoned warehouse that had all this material in it that somehow caught fire. Who knows? We'll figure out over the next week or, or whatnot. Yeah. But just a, a, a sad scene to see the, the destruction there afterwards. And we'll be following along and in, in with the rebuild process of that. So prayers, thoughts and prayers out there to Beirut, Lebanon, and the people of that downtown area. But... We'll digress, hop right into our hate of the week this week. Drew, we got to bring the people back to their favorite segment. What do you got this week? Yeah, it's it's definitely telling. I think for the audience in general, I think the return and the response has been uh, people love the hate of the week. They love Aaron Grievances. They love getting to the nitty-gritty. So I love it just as much. My hate of the week this week is – a bit unique, but something that kind of popped into my head today as I saw it on Instagram. There's a little hint there. But essentially what it is is when big companies or influencers, musicians, celebrities, whoever it is on Instagram, when they post like 9 to 12 Instagrams in the span of like five minutes, 
to form them and, and they're just random like they'll come into your feed you'll be like what the hell is that it's like a random it could just be a like black blue square it could be just like a rant it doesn't even look like anything but what the idea of it is to basically they'll post the nine to twelve pictures and what will happen is it'll end up forming like a much larger whole image on their account page because it'll be like a puzzle and they all kind of form together do you know what i mean i've never seen this that's awful it's it's kind of cool i guess like when it comes together but I'm never like looking on people's account pages, like creeping them really on Instagram. Yeah. I'm more like just scrolling through mindlessly. And it looks so stupid when they just come through in the feed and it just looks like some, you got hacked or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it. Like put it on your story or just post it as a normal picture. Like you're just trying too hard. And I think just think it looks stupid. Now to go along with that, that originally, I thought you were going to go on the side track of, you know, the, the caterpillar stories that there's like, 50 pictures oh my God. on the story. Terrible. And what's worse than that? I mean... Nothing. I know you can just, like, back out of it or get out of it or whatever. Yeah, but just seeing it, doesn't it just give you anxiety? Yeah. And you know what it is? I hate... I, I really don't want to be this guy right now. But pre-COVID, you know what it was? It was the concerts. Oh, my God. Oh. From start to finish, yeah. every lyric is on that story. Whether it's Instagram or Snapchat. Oh my Jesus! Hey, and there's nothing like getting, you know, a, a Jason Aldean and EDM concert strictly through an iPhone for video and audio quality because we know that's just the best. It's like an iPhone five. The person's buzzed up. The camera's smudge. It's it's dark out. It's there's lights everywhere. Yeah, it's horrible. And the best is when like you're just scrolling through at night and you're you know you forget your phone volumes at like mid to high yeah. and your eardrums just get eradicated by the sound of like edm music muffling through the speakers but yeah and yeah. you know i understand it because when you go to a concert you're all hyped up you're a little buzzed up like you're saying but you definitely want to capture like totally cool, i totally get that a cool moment and the, that's fair the crappy part is you never like capture the cool moment with the phone because it's such a small camera yeah like not good audio and it I've always advocated this as an invention, Drew. We got to get some type of glasses uh, that just take a, yeah. a picture with your eyes. Like what you're seeing with your eyes, verbatim. Like no, that's that. What you see is what you get, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be the tagline. What you see is what you get. I love. I like that idea. Bang. Um, Good solution. Any honorable mentions before we roll on over to my side? I don't think so. I think this is my major one, but we kind of we kind of rolled into a, a joint honorable mention, but. Go ahead with yours. Okay, this one, this one's a little gross, but my hate of the week is when you go and take a shower. You yep. get in the shower, and you know, a couple minutes in, you didn't have to go to the bathroom beforehand. Um, oh yeah. And now all of a sudden, you got to go to the bathroom, and it's not a number one, folks. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. If it was a number one, I'd probably just do it in the shower. Is that psychotic? Uh, yeah, especially since it's not your, like strictly just your shower. Yeah, right down the drain. Oh man. Um, yeah, communal showers. Please don't be doing that, folks. Don't be a Drew Luster. <laughs> uh, but you have to go through the process of you know like drying off and taking nah. the poop mid shower. Oh, now, I ain't drying off. There's been like. This rarely happens. This is I've... even after. I, I, I won't even say like 
because there's a mid shallow one which would be like bad you just like hold you, it you have to oh, go. I would hold it. No, it, that's what i mean but like you have to go yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the one after the shower, which is also bad because then you just feel dirty after. Well, you're you're just you're already like dried off, and your shower's over. It's not like you can jump right back in and scrub yourself. Exactly, exactly. And I think we talked about it on beneath the bar a little uh, to that point, but like, I don't know what it is, but like you can't fully get dried off, and then the the wiping process is thrown off. Oh, it's the wiping process is is quite miserable. This has happened to me at Good Harbor numerous times. Oh, where I, I'm, where I'm just I'm pouring sweat and like my bathing suit's wet, so there's sand everywhere. My bathing suit's sticking to my legs, <laughs> and I'm in that uh, you know the bathroom at the I concession, know it, yeah. And it's like an oven. You're just sweat is pouring off of you. Yep. And you you got to try to like. The whole process is it's a, it's an absolute nightmare. So talk about that's actually worse than like the shower part because the shower part like you're in the comfort of your own home it yeah. just sucks in general. That is almost like the best hate of the week when it comes to having to poop is like a public <laughs> restroom. Oh yeah, but it's at the beach when it's like, like ninety five degrees and hey, there's no AC in these things. It's just the shade. No. The shade is the only thing keeping the shade that is the only relief. under 94.5 degrees. Yeah, and you want to know the worst part about it? I'll get even more disgusting. Have you have you ever, when you were a kid, like not, I don't think I've done this move since I was like 12, but when I was like a kid, mm -hmm. this was so long ago, but so miserable that I actually still remember it and recall it. The floor of those bathrooms, have you went in there with no flip-flops? Yes. It's like a thin layer of sand, like wet sand, <laughs> and, piss. and it's like cold, and you don't know if it's shit, piss, sand, sweat. <laughs> oh, it's could be there's, anything. There's a lot of pee on that floor, and like your your bottom of your foot is like gliding over it, and you just it sends shivers down your spine. Hey, and then you have to step into the urinal spot, and there's oh obviously God. wet spots below the urinal, Dude. and you're just trying to avoid it with your feet, and it's like. Yeah. At the end of the day, it, pro it doesn't really matter uh, because you're going back out into like the sand and the ocean. It's going to wash exactly. off. It's not the end of the but world, but in the when, moment. In the moment, you're grossed out. like big. It's time. hell. It's hell. And I could almost flip this to a love of the week. When you walk out, like <laughs> the re first off, the, the internal relief, the bodily relief that you have, but also you get that slight crosswind, like that hot wind. Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of wipe the sweat off your face. <laughs> and like all the people in the concession line see you and they're they immediately they don't want food anymore no oh my god but you know yeah. the feeling i'm talking about right? i do because it almost feels like you step back into ac because yes. it, it is like humid gross hot uh still get, air even it's if the still wind air. is a hundred degree wind like yeah. that hot it still feels heavenly yeah in comparison to that like convection oven of just repulsive you, you almost come out of those bathrooms or while you're in it as if you had like a hundred and five degree fever. You look yeah. like you just battled through like a week of the flu. Yeah, and hey, I'll do you one better because I'm on a roll right now. I get another one. Okay. You know what's even worse than that? Oh god, a freaking porta potty in the sun. That's I mean, what I was thinking of is if like you want to talk course. about heat, like oh. you. Why are they always green? Like they're always like green or dark blue. I feel like for the a... one down Niles. So I was running a couple of weeks ago during oh, the challenge. Tan. It's tan. Yeah. I went in. I wasn't even sweating that much. There was a lady parked right in front of it too, so oh. she got to see like the in and out, like the whole 
time lapse. Yeah. I I was sitting there and sweat was dripping off my nose, pooling on the floor of the of the porta body. It was that hot. Yeah. It, it is. If I stayed in there for five minutes longer, I probably would have died. I felt like a dog in like a hot car. <laughs> you would have passed out. Yeah, I would have just passed out and died. Like from I don't even know what heat exhaustion probably. Why don't but, they paint those white? Like you'd think white would be the color to put. No, I don't think. See, I don't think they want them to. I think they want they choose darker colors for a reason. Kurt, no, no, no. But like white on the outside, and then oh, whatever. oh, so the light, the yeah. light reflectivity. It's usually like a black. Like the the top is black too, yeah. so you get that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's get true. It. I got a yeah. couple honorable mentions. Okay. Um, and a fan. We have one fan one. We forgot to put a poll up, but we, okay. we did yeah, get yeah. one unsolicited one. Honorable mention for me is gonna be losing a golf ball i don't know if you've had this experience through you probably oh, you have. really you don't think i've ever lost a golf ball <laughs> but what are you serious? if it's especially if it's maybe a ball you just bought a new pack yeah and you know like exactly where it went in or like if it was just on the line and mm -hmm. for some reason you can just not find this ball and oh it's frustrating as hell even for me you know and i lose two a hole but it's still you think you know where it is, and for yeah. some reason, it just vanished. You're you're either convinced the 55 year old guy, and the with other like what, yeah, with like that's, that's limping around, probably the little squirrely little guy Scoops, just probably yeah. snatched it up, yeah. Yep. But that's the only yeah. It's oh my god, that's brutal. And you, that. you could almost go like one that you know isn't out of bounds, and you just lost it on a fall day. Uh, if they're some of the courses in Massachusetts with the leaves is insane, like far corner. Oh, I, I remember can't for, for state am like state qualifiers for high school, uh, kids would be hitting it like a yard off the fairway, and there's leaves everywhere. Gone. Completely gone. Couldn't find it. Yeah, that's a nightmare. And then my other honorable mention will be, I sent you a Snapchat of this, but bugs on a run. Oh my! Yeah. I I ran into a swarm of bugs this past week, ladies and gents, and it's not like mosquitoes. It's the little gnats down in Florida. There must have been in this cloud of gnats, a hundred gnats at least, uh, and I, my face and my. I got the picture and I, I was repulsed. I didn't know what it was. I thought yeah. it was dirt. Yeah, so that's what it looked like. My face and my upper like chest area yeah. is what ran through it, and you know, Florida at night, still eighty-five degrees. I am just dripping sweat. These yeah. these gnats ended up just sticking to me like in dying in the perspiration uh which made it even grosser and i couldn't get them like off of me because i couldn't see where they were uh because it was all over my face so i was just like wiping my face off got back the the picture was ridiculous fan submission we had one coming from lenny zappa and since it is the pga championship this week we'll keep it on a golf note for hate of the week i like this one because i kind of feel it deep down Brooks Kapka is his hate of the week. He sent me the quote of his, I believe it was from last year, saying, you know, there's 156 players in the field. You can cut half of those players out immediately uh, because it's just not their week. The next half you can cut out because it's a major championship in there. Like caliber isn't up to what can compete in a major championship. And then you can cut out half of those guys uh, because of nerves in a major championship, and they just don't have, you know, the guts or the confidence 
to go out there and win, which I think is a very accurate like quote and way to look at a major championship. Last year, I was like, that is a really like cool way to see how he thinks um, after mm-hmm. he's only, I believe he's won four major championships and two regular PGA Tour events. So he's had some great success, but also like he doesn't have the career record and PGA Tour wins that most other guys have um, before winning those majors, like breaking through type of deal. So he broke through like immediately. But lately he's been Mr. Troll when it comes to social media on our our boy, Bryson DeChambeau, the thick boy. Uh, yeah, he's a thicky, all right. I don't know if you saw it this past week, and this kind of gets into a sports talk, but they had the WGC this week, uh, top 70 players in the world. Bryson tried to take relief from fire ants. He he saw some ants in the grass, and there is a provision in the rules that has fire ants in it and says if it's going to cause, I think it's grave bodily harm that you can get relief. Oh, my God. And so he saw, like, one fire ant and got the rules official to come over and, and try to deem that he was in, like, serious bodily harm. Yeah. Distance proximity to this. Yeah, and the guy was just like, "Yeah, uh, I don't see how this, you know, it, we can get relief from this. It's one fi- like it might have been a fire ant. It might not yeah. even have been one. It might, yeah, it might not even. Okay, but anyways, I mean, that's go ahead, Brooks. Like for he floated that idea of, I think it was steroids on Bryson like a couple of weeks back. They kind of have this tit for tat. I don't think they like each other probably. But then Brooks the next day knew the camera was on him." And like, fake pointed out an ant, thinking he was funny, and all this stuff, tell, talking to his caddy, being like, "Oh no, I'm just kidding," blah blah blah. And I feel like it's every week now we get like a trolley McTroll, petty little Brooks Kepka, yeah, Brooks Kepka on like somebody in the field. He thinks he's better than people, you know, because yeah. he's he's won the four majors or whatever. Um, I don't know. It just kind of comes off like a like a dick, some would say. So I I, I like Lenny's hate of the week there. I can see that. I I would agree there. That makes sense. Now, we'll get into our little special topic of the week this week. We don't have an interview. We figured it's been a long time since me and Drew just sat down and aired out whatever whatever we have in our mind. Just chatted. Yeah. Shot the shit a little bit. So, let's talk. Our ideal lazy day, Drew. Um, so this isn't just, oh, yeah. it's not just like day off, like go do whatever you want. This is the ideal lazy day. Like it's raining out. It's like a yeah. Sunday and it's rainy and gloomy. A and homebody type of deal. Yeah. Do you want me to start or you want to start? I mean, I can start. I can dive right in. I think, the. I mean, the first thing is I don't, I have trouble sleeping in to begin with, but just trying to stay in my bed. Yeah. And just sleep as long as I can. Granted, that might be till like eight thirty, nine o'clock. It's better than, you know, mentally for me. I'm like, okay, like I took advantage, you know. That's where you and me differ. I'll, I can grind out a nooner. Oh, see, I I could physically couldn't like I, my body won't allow me. But nonetheless, it's probably just trying to sleep in as long as I can. You know, in no particular order, play a ton of video games, scroll on the YouTube, you know. Maybe lounge upstairs and make some lunch. <clears throat> like, I have really no trouble or problem just not leaving the house. Like, I could easily do it without question. 
Yeah. So just, you know, playing video games, watching TV, basically rotating between my laptop, PS4 and TV until probably noon, you know, having some food, doing the same thing in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe I go for like a drive around town just to feel like I got out and I'm like, you know, a civil human being. But that's really what it's going to be. Rinse, wash, repeat in that pattern. And then same thing in the afternoon, really. So I know it's boring, but I love it. I love just chilling out. Yeah. Well, maybe it's Netflix, you know, but most of the time it's either PS4 or just like, you know, bumming on YouTube. Yep. Finding some random wormhole about whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm thinking specifics here, kind of a little more detail oriented. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna sleep in at least till ten thirty. Probably ten thirty eleven is my pocket that I'm getting to. It's impressive. This is gonna be a nice, you know, fall Sunday afternoon. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe it's a nice crispy out. one. A nice crispy one with yeah. a little bit of drizzle. Yep. So. Like Octobery, not too cold. But no. not like summer heat either. Yeah, not something you're just gonna There's go a little, outside like, with. That little fall chill. You start to get that little hint of the fall chill. Yes. I think that's what you're aiming That'll for. help you sleep in too, is that little fall chill. If you True. if you crack the window open just a bit. Yeah. Uh, then after that I'm gonna roll out of my bed in my studio immediately onto the couch. Not even touch the floor. Not even <laughs> touch the floor. <laughs> Maybe even have, you know, like just grab a little bowl of cereal beforehand, have yeah. that get me going for the day. Uh, turn on, you know, NFL Network at about noon if we're talking Eastern Time up north. Yeah. Listen to what's going on. Scroll the fantasy app. Set the lineups. Oh baby. Get everything ready. Then we roll into the one o'clock games. Nothing like it. Pat. Hopefully, Pats are on. I like the a little Pat Sunday one o'clock in the yeah. in the division. Uh. Like Pat's Bills. Yeah, Pat's Bills. Like That'll that. be a good one this year. Yep. Bills are going to win the division. You know my, my theory well, on we that. We do. One. We do indeed. Uh, but halftime at the 1 o'clock games, you said you're going to go make lunch? No way. This is a lazy day. You, you're you ordering out every time, every day of the week. I'm what are you some, ordering? I'm getting some Delaney's pizza, chicken pizza, a little extra crisp. Uh, so here's, keep it in so there here's a little a, longer. I'm, I'm going to raise... A little bit of a red flag here. Okay. Geographically speaking, are you mixing and matching here? Because this is all hypothetical. You mentioned that you roll uh, out of the studio. The, that's I'm true. just thinking details. Like I, I'm, I can be right. a little bit of a pain. I in was, I was behind. thinking that, and then I was doing everything up north. So, which is fair. That's totally fair. I'll change. Keep it going. Yeah, I'll change then to Chipotle for lunch for down here. Okay, uh, I like that. Go get a order, some pickup, or maybe get the delivery if you really. Oh yeah, feeling. and I'm doing a burrito, maybe two, maybe one for like the four thirty, five o'clock window yeah. between the fours and the eights, and maybe getting some queso too while I'm at. Oh, I'm getting no free advertising. I'm getting a bowl. I'm getting rice, chicken, corn, and cheese. That's it, and I'm getting extra chicken, light on the cheese, light on the corn. Oh no, I'm doing double chicken, cheese, white rice queso chips yep Mark, maybe if, maybe if you're getting it delivered ordering like a a liter of dr pepper oh no dr pepper is get rubbish i'm either getting if i'm if i'm getting a soda typically it's either coke or sprite like the two staples for me or sunkissed sunkissed is it's no longer i have a little bit of a 
you know, there's been some things that have happened in the past that have sort of yeah. made Sunkist a it's Novelty. a special occasion type yeah. of a type of beverage for me. But all right, so we're past uh, halftime of the one o'clocks. Yeah. <laughs> now you're rolling into the you know the four fifteens, four thirty. Like you might get some some fourth quarter magic, some OT in the ones, and the yeah. fours are just starting to kick off. You're yeah. seeing the the fantasy. You're seeing like a guy like Keenan Allen who's at like four twenty five. His score is zero and out. He's locked in. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. And so you're really grinding through the the fantasy apps there. Oh yeah. And really nothing changes here but if there's not good games on maybe ones you're not really interested in yeah i'm switching over to the ps4 we're hopping on some some fortnite squads some Warzone, yeah whatever you got rolling for the ps4 mm -hmm. and then you wrap all that up even if it's the game around what 7:30, you still got an hour. Yeah, 7 7:30. Still got some time to waste before the 8:30. Yeah. And you know it kicks off around like 8:30, 7, 8:30. I'm doing all Eastern times right now. If we're talking down here, that'd be 6:30, which is wonderful because oh, the that's game early. starts at 7:30, and you're in bed at the end of the day by like 10:30, 11. Yeah, that's gold. But you got that little hour break. This is also when you're getting some video games in. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe you're going on YouTube watching maybe a, a little snack. video. Yeah. Yeah, oh, who knows? Absolutely a snack. What's the snack go to? That's what I want to know. But that's usually when I'm eating dinner. So I'd order maybe a, a pizza, uh, maybe some, if you're feeling real gross, some Domino's pizza. Uh, <laughs> something nice and yes, greasy. Something to just, you know, put you right to sleep almost. For oh, that, yeah. That 8.30 start. And then you eat that, the game starts. Now we're talking some snacking. And that's when you dig into the the chocolate, the ice cream, you know, the Doritos, the cheese. This is this is where I would have ordered like either Cinestics, lava cake, something from Domino's to just throw throw to the side of the coffee yeah. table for now and just pick at a luster, a luster family staple, some Entenmann's cake, maybe toss oh, that in. Oh, throw the it in the microwave a little bit with a scoop of ice cream. Oh, baby, yeah, just enough to where the the chocolate frosting starts to you know lose that shape and that yeah. pattern. That's when you know it's in. You're in business. Yep. And then you, you eat that Entenmann's cape. You rack, wrap up the fourth quarter. You're, this is probably like the fourth time all day you've gotten up other than going to the door to let the delivery man in. Uh, brush the teeth. Hop right back in bed. That's my lazy day. That's absolute money. If you're a lot feeling, more detail, but that's heaven. Yeah. And then if you like say you're staying up a little longer, you you pop on a little you know comedy movie at the end there. Yeah. Maybe rewatch Dodgeball for the 50th time if it's on TV or whatever's oh, on TV. What I do is sometimes, I know they do like on Red Zone, they'll review like the best plays of the day or all the scores of the day. Mm -hmm. I'll just throw that on at the end of the day and just like half watch it, half zone on how to do the, the old social media scroll Yeah. on the phone and just keep that, keep that rolling. Yep. So that's the ideal lazy day off for us. If you guys have anything particular that you like to do, um, send us in the DMs your ideal lazy day off. Maybe we'll get to it next week. Let's hop into sports segment. We haven't done this one in, in quite a bit, I feel like. Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked a little about it through some interviews, but we'll start off with you. Uh, yeah. Getting into, you know, the basketball, hockey, and baseball portions, and then I can talk some golf, especially this week. Yeah, so on the MLB side of things, it, it doesn't look good. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's, and I'll get to this later with my, uh, with a segment that we have just completely enveloped and swallowed from BNB, but that we'll get there later. But essentially 
what has happened is COVID is just running rampant among MLB teams at this point. The idea that these guys are allowed to just basically willy-nilly live their lives as they normally would, travel through airports, go you know city to city, and it's just becoming a nightmare. Without a bubble, a place where no one, ideally no one can come in, no one can come out, and there's kind of a little bit of regulation and role to it, it's just becoming an absolute nightmare. And I love baseball as much as the next guy, next guy, but the Red Sox have, you know, in the words of Jared Carabas, have become just an an unwatchable product this year. I mean, it, it is it's miserable. Even when things are good, you know, you blink and Aaron Judge Aaron Judge hits an absolute moon bomb three run homer to yeah to sweep this this season the series or not the season series, but to sweep the series against the Yankees. It's it's like I said, it's been an unwatchable product. There's really, I, I wouldn't lose any sleep over it if the MLB left. Um, you can quote me on this. I don't think they get through August. I think by September 1st, I don't think the MLB is, is playing games anymore. And I'll just leave it at that. It's, it's a miserable, miserable, um, scenario. And it's, it's really, it's a doomsday scenario for what a lot of passionate MLB fans yeah. would have hoped Let not me... to happen, I guess. But, Let me interject on that part. Yeah. Uh, KFC, it was a couple of weeks ago at Barstool, had a great tweet. And he's like, imagine being the commissioner or the players union of baseball, looking at all these other sports, um, doing these bubble type of atmospheres and thinking to yourself, our plan is to travel all around the country, mm-hmm. have no restrictions in place. Yep. And, you know, with a ton of people in the locker room close proximity, but then interacting with like other teams, whether it's on the base pass, I know they're wearing masks and stuff, some of them, but But still like still like you thinking that that's going to be a long term. It's going to get the job done for 60 games is absolutely asinine. Oh yeah. The only other sport I can compare it to would be the PGA tour because they've been traveling along, but they've also had multiple week events where they stay in the same place. They've, also are a sport where you're segregated kind of from everybody else. Like you and your caddy are really tied in close. And they've had only, I think probably like four or five uh, positive tests, but they test every single day of the week, I think when they're there. And so Mm. if anybody is positive pre-tournament, they immediately go into quarantine uh, and contact like the other people you played with type of deal. Uh, So I, Travel-wise, that's the only one I can compare it with. But it's also not the same as the MLB is. It's, like, not even close. Yeah, no, it, it's really not. And all you have to do is look at the the NBA and NHL. Now, I don't know the NBA's numbers. What I do know is that they've their actual playoff season is underway. Yep. And things seem to be looking up. Things just seem to be controlled. I know they have a... a 1-800-SNITCH hotline or people can just call it and snitch people out for either inviting strippers or going to get wings from wherever. Uh, but the NHL, I believe, was the NA- yeah, zero you're... for like seven. Yeah. Since they've entered the bubble in Toronto yeah. like officially, there's been zero out of like seven. What was it? I don't know the exact was number. It 7, but 7,000? I like think it was out of 7,000. 7,000 tests. Yeah, I'll try to bring that um, up you but. can fact check me on it but i mean it almost sounds fake like it almost sounds like they're fudging the numbers to have zero tests in the in in about three weeks now that they've been in the bubble 
is super impressive and goes to show that the MLB certainly won't survive without yeah. a bubble. And the NFL is in deep trouble already if they don't figure something out because the writing's on the wall. The bubble's the only way that you can even possibly try to have a season. Yeah, NHL, so. zero out of 7,013 tests. That's incredible. And I don't know if you heard the story with Tuka Rask, but he was unfit to play and unavailable the last um, seeding game for against the Flyers. I believe it was Sunday afternoon. Yep. Because he had a mild cough, and he, I guess everybody has like an app on their phone, and he, he woke up that day, and you got to you know go through your symptoms. He checked that he had a mild cough. And he said immediately, like a bunch of lights started going off, and he had to, you know, quarantine, get tested, the whole yep. nine. So, uh, you know, two days later, he's fine, but it just goes to show the precautions that these guys are taking compared to the MLB, where it's just literally like nothing. It's it's nothing is changing, nothing is being limited. There's no precautions taken, etc. And you're seeing the backlash from you're it. You're seeing so. a well-run organization, some would say, versus a you know not well-run organization. Yeah, or you know they're just not taking it serious enough. Maybe the NHL and NBA realize you know player we have safety, to, we have, players yeah, unions. We have to finish these seasons the right way, and they're doing it. So it's it's unfortunate about the MLB, but at the same time, I won't miss the Red Sox this season. Give me Cora back, give me Sell back, and let's ride next year. Yeah, but you got to wrap it up. So for the PGA Tour guys, I don't know if it's mandated uh, from the PGA Tour, but a lot of the guys are wearing Whoop bracelets. They're called, and they give you like heart rate, sleeping. So there, a lot of the guys who did test positive, like some of them noticed their like um, heart rate was off or something like different in what was normal. And mm-hmm. that's how they like indicated and went and got the test and bada bing bada bing. So is, is that cool. like, like... That's a good use of analytics. Yeah, totally. Now, is that something like... I know the NBA has like rings in like watches or braces that they wear yep. to like monitor that. This is is the, that... Uh, watch. Is that specifically what that's for? Is it more like a Fitbit Apple Watch where it's just generally like, you know, like a Fitbit would be like to track everything? Yeah. Or is it like, you know, both like where they introduced for like the COVID reasons and all that's that? What, I think it. Yeah, I think they were introduced for that. I Like I said, I don't know if it's mandated across the entire tour, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of players were using it not only for like game improvement because it gives you, you know, yeah your heart like heart rate and especially if they're coming down the stretch they probably want to know that adrenaline based stuff and yeah they've they have used it for the covid which is i cool. saw it i if it's the thing that i'm thinking of i think i saw like justin thomas is there's been a couple commercials yeah, popping up advocate, with him talking about it big advocate on so. it. i'll get into some golf now we got our first major of the year coming up this weekend the pga championship which is really cool for the pga championship by any golf fan's measure, it was the worst major championship. Some due to the fact that it was the last major championship of the year. It had to follow the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the British Open, which are all staples and have been around uh, before its time. So the first one, I and I don't know how many years, but we've went over a year now without a major championship because the Masters is in April every year. That obviously didn't get to happen. It got pushed back to the fall. Uh, So you usually would only have an August to April window, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, about, what, six months or or, or so, just a a little over. Uh, But now they were at like 378 days without a major, I believe, uh, going into it, which 
will be real cool to see out in San Francisco, Sean Gillen territory, TPC Hardin Park. From what I've heard, the course looks phenomenal. Uh, hopefully, the, the rough has grown out pretty long, and we'll see, you know, some some guys struggle a bit a little because that's always what makes the best major championship and what I like to watch. I know mm-hmm. maybe the average golf fan likes to see a birdie fest, but I think it's more interesting if you know they're like eight to ten under is is perfect. Uh, who do you like this week, Drew? We'll we'll get into your picks for the PGA Championship this week. Dude, haven't watched probably. Haven't watched a, a lick. A I single don't even... shot. Oh no! I mean, really putting me on the spot here. Yeah. Who do I like this week? Give me two guys. So my first guy, I think I gotta go with. I already forget the guy's name because I'm not much of a, not a fan. Who's the guy that Brian was leaning in, leaning on uh, a couple weeks ago when he tagged us in a tweet? Joel da- Damon. Yeah, he was the bucket Joel hat. Damon. He's yeah. real casual, just kind of shoots from the hip. Yep. That guy's a sicko. I root for him. And then I'll probably go. I just had Are somebody you gonna in go Bryce though. It's a long golf course. They say it's a bomber's paradise. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they say that it's a bomber's paradise, I want to see him hitting them like over fairways, over trees, just like pounding the the decent not out of the ball. Yeah. yeah. So all right, well there it is. Boom, Bryson, Joel Damon, uh, Joel Damon. I don't know how to say. It. Is it Damon or Damon? I, oh, we, we call him the, tell me. the Day Man from Always Sunny, but good. I'd say a good top twenty pick. He's a solid top 20 pick. I don't expect him to win. He's a fringe tournament. he's a fringe guy. Yeah, like he's he going to make the cut. He kind of floats around. He he's exists. Been, he's been playing well. He's he's stated that he loves to play for the money. Like he's he wants the trophy, but even more so he loves that he's, you know, cashing over $100,000 checks. That's almost, unreal that he almost would say every that. almost every week now, which is good to hear some like honesty out of the tour players right i, f- I was gonna say i feel like you don't hear that type of talk a lot so that's kind of no. like sw- like almost swaggy like honesty he's, just he's like like the work he just doesn't care he's the working man's golfer because is he gonna be a guy who wins you know 20 events is gonna go into like the all-time greats probably not like there's no. only you know a handful of those guys who do that and they don't care about the money because they have all they don't them. need it yeah <laughs> Like that, he's a grinder. He's a grinder. He exists. He floats around and he grinds. That's yeah. why we love him. I'll tell you who I like this week. Um, I think Kapka and JT will obviously be up there. They played well this week. JT ended up winning. He's back to number one in the world. But for like outside guys, per se, just not the horses that mm-hmm. are going in, like the ten to one, fourteen to one odds. I like Jason Day who hasn't won okay. in quite a while, but he's had a ton of top 20s and top 10s the past three weeks. He's due then. He's due. Very due. Louis Oosthuizen. So both major champions, too. I rarely will I rarely will ever pick, you know, a guy to go in there and win there first because it just doesn't happen all that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, man, I want to pick Phil so bad because he it. had a good show in this pick week. Pick him. He needs you. He needs your support. I, I didn't ride with him this week too, and I should have. I, I he he surprised the shit out of me, kind of with a, a T two oldest WGC uh, tie for second ever. Lastly, Spieth is going for the career grand slam. 
the most jarring stat I heard this on the No Layoff mm-hmm. podcast I listened to. Justin Thomas has won nine times since Jordan Spieth's last win in the 2017 British Open. Really? So you want to talk Holy about shit. you want to talk about do Jordan Spieth? I, I was just gonna say you want to talk about do he's do more than ever. Do for a breakthrough. That'll be wow. a good uh, good little comeback story. A fan favorite of every golf fan, I would say. He's like one of the yeah. most well-revered guys out there. Other than, you know, Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler's great, but he needs a major championship too. But TPC Pardon Heart, turn it on Thursday through Sunday this week. You got your first major. Let's get after it. All right, Drew. That's our sports segment. Let's go into the dad joke of the week here. That joke of the week is brought to you by Gloucester Gear. Wear what the locals wear. Here goes nothing, folks. Why did the coach go to the bank, Kurt? I don't know. To get his quarterback. <laughs> that one's so good. A, sp- a sporty little, you know, yeah. segue from sports to bring us on home. I like that one. That that might, play on be words. My, that might be my favorite. What was... I think the only other one was a Michael Doty shipwreck one about something at the bottom. The shipwreck of the one was good. I don't remember the, the exactly. specifics, but yeah. that was a good one. But quarterback, that's that's quarterback. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Even you could you could toss a nickelback there too. There's a lot you could do with it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Now we'll get into our woman of the week. I'll let you start off because I haven't even thought of one, but. We'll come up with I'll give you line. a minute. Yeah, we'll give you some time. So I feel like we're just going. We're piggybacking sports, sports, sports. So I'm going to keep the trend going. Okay. Uh, my woman of the week is Katie Ledecky, five-time Olympic oh. gold medalist, United yeah. States competitive swimmer. I don't know if you saw the video that she posted or someone who in oh, her yeah. circle posted. I'm a huge chocolate milk guy, so it kind of caught my eye. And at first, I didn't even realize it was her. But as soon as I saw the name, I realized that I'm like, okay, this is the chick who was just dominating the Olympics. Like, she was incredible. Put put on an amazing performance. But essentially, what she does is she does a lap, swims a lap, with a glass of chocolate milk on her head. And it does not lose a drop of it. And I I can tell you, I could have that that chocolate milk quadruple over duct tape to my head with like saran wrap over the top and it's i'm losing every drop of it like yeah it's the most impressive thing i've seen all week i don't really understand the physics totally of how that happens it looks incredibly hard to balance like that to have, i mean unbelievable video and great form oh my tremendous form and she deserves all the credit in the world so watch the video if you haven't it's it's really everywhere so it's hard to you know it'd be hard to believe that you haven't seen it but Look it up if you haven't. Katie Ledecky, chocolate milk video. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. So you'd be you'd be hard pressed to find two bigger chocolate milk fans than me and Drew. I would venture to say. George's Coffee Shop. They give you that nice plastic cup of it. Yeah. Ooh, oh. Yeah. I'm trying to think of maybe my favorite chocolate milk. Like my bre- favorite chocolate milk spots. Oh, like if you're going out to breakfast. Yeah, because that's where I get it for the most part. Yeah. George's, it's nice and rich. It's not they, always... They give you a big glass, too. I feel like they're one of the bigger glasses. They do. They give you a lot of it. Lots so of that'd probably be good. mine. Yeah, I don't know. They're all kind of the same. But yeah. My woman of the week, you inspired me to stick to the Olympics. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you two. Okay. This one, is, this one is a pair. Uh, throwing it back to like probably the 04, 08, and 2012 okay. Olympics games. Okay. Summer games. I know who you're going with, and you don't even have to say it. The, Wait. Go ahead. Can I? Yeah. You're going to say volleyball, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Miss, oh, my God. Missy go ahead. May Trainer and Kerry Walsh. Oh, my God. One of the, like, most fun sporting events to watch, I think, in the Olympics, uh, yeah. whether it's the men's or the women's volleyball. I like the women's volleyball better, to be honest, because I think there's a lot more rallies that go on. I think mm. it comes from, like, the men have a little harder, you know, spikes and all that, so it, it ends a little quicker. Mm-hmm. But Misty May and Kerry Walsh, the dominance they ran oh in the gosh. Olympic Games incredible, uh, was awesome. They were like the kind of lifelong volleyball partnership, great story. They ended yeah. up, Misty May ended up retiring and Kerry Walsh got a new partner, which was sad to see. And I'm always like, you know, on the brink of like, uh, you could they run it back in like their forties and still yeah. win somehow? If How they, amazing if they got, would that yeah. be? Um, Incredible. They're the definition of grinders, by the way. Yeah. And, and I were, believe they were gritty as hell. Oh uh, my gosh. Like some of the some the of the digs. plays that you saw and yeah. like just the the relationship that they had and how they were just so in sync. It's just like holy crap. Yeah, I think that's an easy one to go off the Olympic. You, immediately yeah. popped into the head i'm Olympics. glad you oh yeah you tied on to that we uh melded brains once again this week we did indeed that'll end the woman of the week here in memoriam of <laughs> the beneath the bar podcast and in Jason. the arms of an angel <laughs> shout out to sarah mclaughlin there <laughs> uh, we're gonna do the fraud of the week segment. We're bringing it back. In Bring me- it back. In memoriam. Run it back. And we'll start off with Jason Vizina, who unsolicited sent us his fraud of the week this week. Yep. He, must, he must be missing it over there at 22 Chessy. By the way, can the I just say, this is one of, there's not a lot of these, but this is, a. I think this might be the only thing that myself and Tom Brady have in common. We are both two-time frauds of the week. Yeah. I just gave it away. I apologize. No, not really. I mean, he sends over Tom Brady being a birthday Instagram post. Reposter. Yeah, reposter. Yeah. And I would venture to just go and say in like Tom's entire social media game, and I'm you won't find a bigger Tom Brady fan than I, but his entire social media game is exhausting. Oh, it's it's a bad it's like he's trying. Oh, I know cheesy. it's the marketing and you it's know, just cheesy for me. I'm, is, I'm over it. I'm, I'm like, it's, you're it's, 43 years old, dude. Yeah. Like, get off it. social media. Like if this was any other quarterback in the NFL, we'd be like, why are they spending so much time on social media? Yeah. You know, so, I, I don't love it. It's, it's completely, I'm exhausted by it at this point. Him and his snake oils, TB 12, you know, Alex Guerrero. Take, take this and you won't get COVID. Like, I get get that out of my face. I don't yeah. want any of that. Drink drink water and you don't. Yeah. Get, have have uh, fun in the COVID hotbed of America, the well, armpit of America. The Tom. water was you don't. If you drink enough water, you don't get sunburnt, which obviously has not been proven scientifically to. Yeah, that just does not zero correlation. But go off, TB. Yep. 
So he, he joins the likes of Drew Luster, Kenzie Quinn, and many others who do the Instagram uh, birthday yeah. reposts. Sad yeah. to see. Sad to see from an idol of mine. Drew, what do you got for the fraud of the week this week? I was telling Kurt, I have a, I had some butterflies. This is a big segment. I've never publicly never been on. proclaimed yeah. a fraud of the week. So this is a huge one for me. And immediately popped into my head, Derek Jeter. Now this sort of, you want to take a few steps back to the MLB portion where we talked about the, the COVID running rampant. Um, I believe he is the owner of the Marlins at this point in time. Correct. And basically what happened was, uh, this is where it sort of things started to kind of fizzle out for the MLB. I believe it was last week or the week before they had, you know, upwards to like 13 to 15 positive cases in a day. And they actually had the Gonads to play knowingly that two or three players had COVID and the coach came out and said, Oh, you know, we just wanted to kind of grind through it and play like these guys are warriors. I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's the right way to really go about it during a global pandemic. And secondly, there was a story that came out about how a couple of them, not a couple, like eight to 10 of them went to a strip club in Philadelphia during their uh, series there. But you know, them going to a strip club is a bad look within itself, but it took about a week for Derek Jeter to come out today and say that he thought, you know, one of the, one of our guys went to dinner with a family friend and a couple other guys went out to get milk at the store. And that's psychopathic. That, that's probably more psychopathic of an excuse to me than going to a strip club or getting wings or but something. Being chocolate milk guys, we know when you want, you know, you're craving yeah. a little choco milk at night, go grab a true move from the local gas station and, get on with more it. more of a nesquik or oakhurst guy myself but okay. you know i digress uh anyways really to wrap it up i just i don't think there's a more fraudulent person besides the i mean the Mar- the marlins in general they're fraudulent Derek jeter is a fraud they need to take this much more serious so like i said by september 1st i'm predicting the mlb will not be playing games anymore because it's out of control, and he's got to just stop making excuses and hold his players accountable. So, I like that one. That's a solid one coming from the news this week. My fraud of the week, I'm going to go with, you know, in your car you get, like, the low-pressure, like, little light <laughs> that comes on the dashboard. Yeah. Or, you know, you need an oil change, but maybe you don't need an oil change. It just, like, the mechanic didn't reset it possibly or it wasn't properly reset i'm going with car tire like car tire lights because i've had a low pressure light on the lexus now probably for six seven years six i thought you're gonna say months i thought you might even say weeks or no no this has been going on for years this is you know back to 2014 which would be senior year of high school holy shikes Um, or whenever we got the car, I believe it was around that time. And it's always been on. We've tried to get it fixed. It always pops back on. I can look yeah. at the tire and tell you there's not low pressure in the tire. Yeah. I fill it up to the, the 35 PSI to the um, brim, yeah. from the pump. And it's still reading low tire pressure. And, you know, it doesn't even go away when you fill it back up either. So there's got to be something wrong in there. Something's going on. But something my, fraudulent is occurring. My fraud of the week is my own low pressure light in my car. Oh, my God. Keep so. your friends close and your enemies closer or something like yes. that. But uh, Special shout out. That's outs. a good one. 
this way. I don't think we've ever had a... Have we ever had a non... I guess we've probably had a non-human for out of the week, right? Yeah, I did one-a-days, uh, like the little gummies, because you have to yeah. actually take two, it recommends. Uh, Jason Vizina did sheets, which... Oh, yeah, that was a big a big, a, hey, a big to-do. It came up last week. Liv I Parsons saw on the, on the timeline, yeah. And trying to challenge Jason Vizina's bedsheet dominance. Um, wow. And I, I go to all my bedsheet needs for to Jason Vizina. And mm -hmm. I will trust him with my life when it comes to not using that stupid top sheet. Uh, oh, special shout outs this week. I don't know if you have any, but I got one. Rick Rignola, our first guest in episode one, Rick the umpire. Uh, I want to congratulate Rick on his new nose. He recently got surgery. He, wow. hasn't, he hasn't been able to, to smell uh, for, you know, years, probably up to a decade ago. Like at all? Yeah, so he had something like wrong. I don't know. It wasn't like deviated septum. It was like he broke it once and just lost smell. So he Can ended you up, imagine? He ended up getting surgery and it kept getting pushed back because of COVID because it was originally supposed to go in March. But he wow. said he smelled like, I forget what aisle in the grocery store it was for the first time. I don't know if it was like the bakery or something. I might be able to look back here. Uh, and he said he was almost in tears, you know, out, oh of, my God. out of joy. And that's then, like when a blind person gets like can see again or like yeah. so, like a deaf child gets their their hearing back. That is incredible. Yeah, it might. Have wow, been like what the, a story. The, maybe the spices aisle. But then he also texted us today and said uh, he had a nose infection. Now he goes, my nose still sucks. I said, oh my God. I've never heard of a nose infection. I've only heard of ear infections. Have you ever yeah. heard of no, a nose never, infection? Never in, never in my 24 years of life. So must be coming from the surgery, I imagine, any like yeah. scarring or stuff up there. But congrats on the new the new nose, Rick. Uh, we hope it goes well for you. Any special shout-outs on your side? No, zero. None this week. I'm a lone wolf. Congratulations, Rick, on the new nose. Wonderful. Uh, it's unfortunate oh. that you have to smell your own shit, but I can't wait till you can smell some like pasta red red sauce or some cookies or something yeah um on that note one more special shout out all right to hit me with it the bowling team comprised of kenzie dave quinn john aiello the crafty one they call him yeah they do uh, coos and maddie lane they wow. won their i believe it would be quarterfinals last night bowling playoffs just started back up since before covid happened uh, they were doing like some weird social distancing stuff to make it happen uh, where you go down separate times. But they absolutely routed the team last night after no practice since March. Uh, Kenzie, Maddie Lane, and John Aiello all putting up strong performances uh, over the three, 300 marks or right by it. Wow. Dave Quinn struggled, and he's supposed to be their anchor, Drew. Oh, man. So, hey. There's, that's part of why a team like that is built like a team like that is built. Yes. Because if if your head if your top notch ace isn't bringing the heat, you got a guy right there to step into the wings and and fill the void. That's hey next man up like yeah. like BB says next man up. You gotta hope he gets hot the past the last two weeks because you're probably not gonna run into a good semifinal bowling team and your anchor kind of the anchor isn't producing kind of shits yeah. the bed so. We'll, it'll be interesting to we'll we'll recap again next week after their Monday night match. See if Alrighty. they 
if they move on, will follow their journey throughout the the Capan League, the CAL, the Capan Lanes. <laughs> CAL, the Cal. <laughs> Beautiful. But we wanted to give a special shout out to them, and I will wrap you up with a quote from the movie Any Given Sunday. Al Pacino in this scene in the locker room before the last game in the movie states because either in game life or football the margin for error is so small i mean one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it one half second too slow too fast and you don't quite catch it the inches we need are everywhere around us they're in every break of the game every minute every second on this team we fight for that inch on this team we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch we claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know when we add up all those inches that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing between living and dying i'll tell you this in any fight it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that inch that just made me want to run through a brick wall that's it from TWBLC this week. Pat from last year. What's going on? TWBLC. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group.